Broadcasting live around the globe from San Antonio, deep in the heart of Texas. This is Paranormal Analytical. I'm your host, Eddie Hill, and I will be presenting reports and evidence of some of the most astonishing paranormal claims. I'm joined by my co-host, Renee Rodriguez, and our director and producer, Miguel Cantu, who'll be monitoring the chat room and phone line. We have a fantastic show for you tonight that will open your minds to the infinite possibilities to explain our universe. Get comfortable and prepare yourself for the best paranormal show in the world. This is Paranormal Analytical. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Paranormal Analytical. We have Emily Menshouse-Stakely, who's just with us, and uh, she's with Frickin' Frack Paranormal. And uh, we had her on a while back where they were actually doing an investigation of an opera house. But we also have David Rodriguez, and he's out of prison, Paranormal, out of uh, Miami, Florida. Is that right, David? Yes, yes. Okay, great. (laughs) So there, I was going to say, did he hear me? But I heard you. the cool thing that we have going on tonight, everybody, is that we're going to be talking about, one, Bobo the Clown, which is a haunted doll, and two, also pretty much all these other dolls and different things that people consider haunted or have reported haunted throughout history. But before we go into all that, I'd like to welcome you, David, and welcome you, Emily. I'd also like to welcome my co-host, Renee Rodriguez. Howdy, all. And also my other co-host, Dylan Holliday, also known as hello, Big hello, Quincy. Hello. So, listen, uh, we've got to get into the nitty-gritty about Bobo, David. You know, the first thing I want to know is, how in the heck did you find this clown that everybody thinks is so creepy? I mean, just looking at the picture of this thing, I know since chills up uh, Dylan's spine because he's thinking he's going to wake <laughs> up and this thing's going to be underneath the sheets with him already. And... Uh, you know, how did you how did you come about acquiring this doll? So Bobo was um, actually it's the it's the second clown that I've taken from uh, well not taken from but been given you know to, to get to get rid of from uh, from a from an investigation and the first one was clowny he's hanging off of a uh, kind of a parachute he likes to be hung up they'd put him in a box he didn't like it very much he was kind of a messing with the house as well he has 
I took it from the house. Not quite sure. It was the first time I've actually taken something from a house from them because they were having troubles. And I wasn't sure if that was a good idea or not. But I did it, and he ended up being fine with me. That family was having a ton of troubles. So, so, so you, you you basically acquired them from another from another place from an investigation, right? You know, I mean, it's I don't I don't like to take things from homes per se. You know, if they're having a problem, but to me, I don't have a problem with clowns, and I don't have a problem with dolls. And to tell you the truth, on the with the first clown, it's a paper mache clown that hangs from a uh, from a from a parachute. It hangs on the like on a ceiling, but uh, I just didn't really believe that inanimate objects could become Pinocchio, you know, that they could talk, that they could, that they could have a, you know, I don't know, I guess they call it a diva or whatever, but uh, like one of these, like a, that it could actually be haunted to tell you the truth. So I took it away. You know, they said it was a problem in the house and their house got better. I mean, they had other things too going on in that house. The first, the first house was clowny, but this was my second clown and <laughs> this was you know this is uh, a little different it's a doll and they were having troubles in the house with the kids were i mean the house was haunted the kids were were having a lot of problems and the family was really afraid that they i mean the kids were going to the room to sleep all the time i don't have kids so i don't know how it is but the kids were going into the bed all the time to sleep with them they couldn't they couldn't get anything done they couldn't you know it wasn't normal for them to have the kids sleeping in the room they wanted the kids back in the room they had seen a couple of things in the kitchen happen that was that it led them to believe that maybe something was happening and that the kids weren't just making stuff up so went over there to the house um, can't really tell the name of the people because it was a private investigation. Right, absolutely. And it did involve kids. But in this house, um, basically the, all the haunting kind of stemmed from the whole area of the kitchen into the bedroom and really wasn't quite sure what was going on. If it was something that was like maybe a family member that had been there or that had died there or what was really going on, something that had been there prior. But then we found this doll in a box. <laughs> he was in a box, little Bobo. And I opened it up, started going through the toys and they go, oh, no, 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 that toy, we don't, we don't like that toy. You know, we don't want that, that, we didn't really like that doll. We thought it was like creepy. They put it away. I said, do you, you know, do you think this is causing any of the problems at all? Because I mean, the minute you see Bobo, you can just kind of feel an energy from him. And they said yes that the kids didn't like it they didn't like it they didn't really want to give it away they didn't know what to do with it and i said you know what? let me take bubble away from you and uh we continued on the, with the pre-investigation took bubba home and their problems dissipated for me it wasn't bubba doesn't cause problems for me but i guess what i believe with these dolls is that they want to be treated like human beings they want to be able to see what's going on around them. They want to be treated like a little boy. I know it's the strangest thing ever, but they do not want to be put in a box. They don't want their vision, you know, cut off. They don't want to be like in a prison. And I think the minute I started like treating them the way that they wanted to be treated, and, and I know this, I ne listen, I never thought I'd do a radio show talking about the dolls because I know it makes me sound absolutely absurd. But they just want to be treated like they want to be treated like little little humans, and then they don't cause problems. 
the only way I know they're haunted, and I know I'm just talking and streaming and streaming, I'll stop. I talk a lot, Emily knows, is that these things give off EVPs and they each have a different voice. You know, I mean, Clowny is a different voice than, than Bobo and, and things do happen. I mean, even tonight, before we were doing, I mean, you guys can see before we even did the show, uh, probably about 10 minutes before the show, this light, I went downstairs to uh, get the dogs, you know, wrangled up so they don't make a noise during the show. This light went off. Uh, my computer went on and off, which hasn't happened in months. Um, I think Dylan had some problems going on or something with the mic. There's been, he does stuff electronically, this one. The other clown, Clowny doesn't, but Bobo does electronic mess ups, you know? He knows how to like, I don't know, his energy just kind of distorts electronics. I don't mean to interrupt here, but oh, I am. Go ahead, so, I need, I'm talking too, way too much. Go ahead. Too. Is there any way that you can get Clowny down and, and pull him in on this also? Uh, I need a ladder. I mean, I can take a photo and show them to you now in a sec. But once you start talking, Emily, I'll take a photo and then show it to you. That would be Did awesome. Do they interact with each other? No. I, to tell you the truth, I don't think Clowny... And this is just, I know this is really silly, but it's just by kind of being with them for years. Clowny I've had for like about, ooh, I've had him since Omaha. I've had him for about 14 years, Clowny. So Clowny, Clowny doesn't like to be around anything else. He kind of likes to be by himself, but he has to be hanging and seeing everything. And then, and then Bobo kind of likes things, but not everything. He only likes certain things. I mean, sometimes, I know this sounds absurd, but absurd, but like, I'll, I'll have Clowny out or, or Bobo out. And then I put like a little, I put like my little EMF boo buddy junior by him. Uh, I put, uh, there's a little, another trigger object. I use a little, little bear baby doll with a dress, you know, a little girl doll. And, uh, I put them next to him and, you know, in the morning you can see that like, I'll come back in the daytime. If he doesn't like something, it'll, it'll just be like, off to the side, like thrown over, because I put it next to his arms. I don't know. Call me crazy, but who knows? It's a doll. But I mean, that, seriously, this is, but, I don't think anyone has ever really studied dolls. Like but, doll. but when you took when you took Bobo, you did not you you didn't think that there was anything haunted about this doll, did you? Bobo, I did. But Clowny, Clowny, I didn't believe in it. That's the only reason I'm talking about Clowny, and I'll show you, show you Clowny in a little bit. But Clowny is, was my first, and I didn't really think that inanimate objects could, could create like a, like a ghost or like a, I'm not going to say soul or anything like that, but like could create, I mean, like D-E-V-A, you know, like the, uh, like the Indian word, like, the, like, a, like maybe like uh, in Hawaii, people like going down and bowing to a, a volcano, and then, you know, that volcano creates a god of its own. I think maybe that's the same thing that happens in a doll. And I don't know why, maybe it's just a lot of intention, a lot of emotion put onto the doll by someone that creates that, maybe a tragedy, maybe the dolls, once they get that emotion, see the tragedy and they feel the emotion from the person. I really don't know why. I mean, it, it needs a lot of study, I think, but who's willing to do that, really? <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, so I don't know, I have these. Why do you think these, spirits or whatever use these dolls you think it's because us as humans interact with them more and they're they get some sort of attention or feedback from us emily i think you would probably have 
something to say about that, don't you? Why they would? Or no? Well, not really. I, I have no idea because I haven't really studied objects all that much. Well, okay, then I'll say that. I think, personally, I think, in my opinion, that spirits can... I had something happen to me when I was young. I mean, I went through some stuff when I was young. I know Emily went through some stuff. My stuff was different than hers, obviously, but... Um, you know, I had spirits attached to me when I was between 12 and 14 years old. And how can they attach to a human? You know, I mean, those are demons or spirits or whatever they are. And how can those things attach to a human being when we're not them anyhow? So why can't they attach to something that has a likeness of a human being? I don't, I don't see that as so far-fetched. But I don't know. It's just, you know, thoughts that are wild thoughts. Now, Dylan, I know you're sitting there quiet and you're just staring at that doll. I see your face. <laughs> I see your face. He has been, I'm not kidding, I, I, Emily. Em, Emily, I'm not kidding you. Dylan has been in a panic for the last two weeks over this <laughs> show. No, you're kidding. You're kidding. He's a sweetie. When, when I, whenever I talk to Dylan, it's Bobo all the time. Bobo. And what if Bobo? Uh, and what if Bobo did? Listen to the Bobo EVPs. I did listen to some of the EVPs, as a matter of fact. Good. Yeah, okay. I couldn't stop looking at Bobo. It freaks me the hell out. It's something. Uh, listen, pictures. There's certain pictures that creep me out, and the very first time I saw Bobo, like I got chills all over me, and I didn't even really know that it was like a haunted, haunted doll. He's in a good mood like right that. now. And then. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I feel like he likes the balloon lamp. So let's look at what Wik, Wik, uh, yeah, Wikipedia says about haunted dolls. A haunted doll is a handmade or manufactured doll or stuffed animal that is reported to be cursed or possessed in some way. The earliest report of a haunted doll goes all the way back to ancient Egypt. Go figure, I would have never guessed where the enemies of Ramesses uh, III attempted to use wax images of his likeness to bring about his death. The dolls used in this ritual were said to be living and would curse anyone who bore the resemblance. The ancient Egyptians' puppet, uh, Iphigy, and voodoo dolls are often said to be cursed because of their long history of being used to place curses on other people and their association with the occult. Now that is coming from, uh, you know, what the definition of a haunted doll is. Uh, how do you feel that that kind of falls into place with, with you there? I have David? a lot to say about that because I do live in Miami. We do have a different type of haunting type of thing that goes on down here that only people who live here and perhaps, you know, in the United States, here and in Louisiana would deal with. You know, we deal with, we have, we have Santeria down here. I've, uh, I investigated Cuba, I've done Santeria cases, and those things they do use, just like witchcraft, just like, um, just like in voodoo, hoodoo, they're going to use, they use puppets or dolls to, you know, to do curses on people and stuff, you know, to can prick but you know i mean in that case and i've i've done i mean i won't get into the whole thing of it but i've done extensive research on 
that type of thing in itself. Come on, David, and let's get can, into this. Don't be shy. <laughs> well, you can put it. You can put intention into a doll. Right. You know, I mean, I've I've studied magic for a long time. Let's just put it that way. And you can you can put intention into a doll enough to to hurt someone. So it it does have to have a certain few things. I mean, it has to have the doll itself. It has to have a likeness of a human being. It has to have a piece of the person you want to damage or help. You know, what maybe hair, let's say, or nails or something. I mean, uh then usually, you know, I mean, if you're doing something like that, if we were doing a curse, you know, it'd be the curse would be done, wrapped up, and it'd be hidden somewhere in the person's house. So this doll they had found in house, it is not, you know, I mean, it's not done like an effigy or a puppet or uh, or anything voodoo or santeria wise, but I, I think it's the same type of thing where you can put intention into the doll, especially a child who has all those emotions you know maybe even like not even a child i would say like um you know a young teenager you know those emotions that are put into things when they're so angry and so mad or so happy or, or whatever those can go right into a doll i would imagine but the history of bobo the the very back history of the doll you don't know anything about no i mean at one point the people found it in the house when they got there they ended up just putting with their kids toys What's that? I guess they bought the house. You know, stuff was there when they bought it. You know, some stuff that people had left. And they bought the house that was there. They found it. And they didn't like it. <laughs> so they put now, it in a thing. Now, now tell, us, tell us about the EVP that you picked up. And I believe it was, was it you, or, uh, Emily, or was it uh, you, David, that picked up the EVP out, Bobo? We've had, we've had tons. I mean, I've had a lot from him. A lot of times when I'm around him, people will say like on the phone that they hear a whistle or they hear like a kid's voice or something, even Emily. And I'll be like, no, 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 no. And she'll, you know, some, sometimes she re, she records everything. Listen closely, Dylan. No, I don't record everything. I'll tell you what I'm, re I'm recording right now, by the way, audio recording right now with my Olympus um, 400. But um, just in case something comes across because. We do uh, have EVPs, Emily. Bobo has a distinctive voice anyway first of all so i would know if it was bobo if he came, came across but um it's the craziest evps i've ever gotten really especially through skype we did this through skype with uh geeks paranormal one night and it wasn't even planned we just what what were we talking about haunted objects or haunted dolls and then you pulled out bobo yeah i think we were we were doing like a like a, a, Skype, a Skype call with Geeks Paranormal, these two girls and Emily and and uh, then Emily's like, bring out Bobo, <laughs> just because you know we'd gotten EVPs <laughs> the night before, or a couple nights before, and so we brought out Bobo, and the whole time it was just making comments left and right. You know, we used it the other night. Emily and I used it maybe I don't know a month ago, and I had what's called uh, from Paranologies. They have this kind of electronic Ouija board, which is called the uh, uh, yeah. the gyroscope, right? Not gyroscope, but gyroscope. And it's kind of like a, um, it's kind of like a, uh, okay, what's the word? Like a steampunk Ouija board. board. It's, it's mechanical and you can hear the, the wheel turning back and forth. But, uh, I was trying that out and I decided to bring Bobo there and we got a ton of EVPs as well. I mean, it, he just, he, 
it's crazy. I don't really. Let me ask you, ex- what was the strangest EVP that you picked up from Bobo? I can tell you right now. I would say a whistle because I don't I don't hear many whistle EVPs, and I do investigations. Well, Emily, Emily uh, looks like she's got a story. That doesn't impress me. What impresses me is that the one night that we were doing the EVP session with Bobo is that um, I have my house. There's some things that goes on here, and I believe that there's a portal here in my home. But um, I was in this so-called portal, and I was sitting in the floor, and he had Bobo, and I heard like that it was like a giggling sound and I, I was like what was that and Dave was like I didn't hear it I didn't hear it and I was like I heard something and then I hear I have a EVP that I did that and it was a cartoony voice like how Bobo presents himself and um, I didn't hear that I did that until after I went back and listened to my WS 400 and Listen, when I went back and listened to that, I got chills all over my body. It's the most unique. It's very unique because it does sound like a cartoon. There's, And I know it was David and myself only on this. There was no TV on on my end. There was no TV on David's end. And I I was continually talking. I was like, you didn't hear that? And he was like, no, I didn't hear it. And he went, "Eh," like that in my EDP, I I was mocking what Bobo had said. And um, it, it's crazy. It was really good. It was a it was a class A EVP, plain as day from an object. And I'm not good with haunted objects, and I cannot believe something like that came from a dog. Wow. She never she never believed that this dog could leave EVPs. And I said, listen, Emily, this dog talks. I don't even like to talk to it at night because it's in my house and it's downstairs. I don't like to wake up at night because, like, if I have a next day I have to do stuff, like, I can't, like, it. It sets off. I mean, I'm a ghost hunter, so I have stuff all over my house that lights up. I have ring cameras. I have, you know, I'm a technology guy, so I have stuff all over. But like, st- stuff goes wrong at night, and then I can't sleep. Well, let me ask Wait, you: Has Bobo ever moved, or you know, anything kind of like freaky like that ever taken place with Bobo? Well, he does. I mean, like I'm saying, if I put like a couple dolls next to him, and he might kick them over at night, or he, I don't know. There's the thing is with let me tell you about Bobo. Bobo has a face that you can tell. <laughs> you can tell. Like I'm bringing up to the camera. You can tell what Bobo how Bobo is feeling. Like he's he's happy now, but sometimes he looks and he looks super creepy. And sometimes and his eye nothing moves. This is one face that doesn't move. Okay, David, so keep creepy. Bobo there for a minute. Emily, you're recording, right? Yes, I'm recording right now. Let's do an EVP okay. question. Bobo. Okay, this question's for Bobo. Bobo. We've got a recorder. I don't know if you know what that is, but if you say something, try and concentrate all your energy toward the computer or toward that big black microphone that David has there and try and put some intent into that and give us something, tell us something into the recorder that Emily's holding on the other end about Dylan. We want you to say something to Dylan because Dylan's been freaking out for two weeks on you. And he's got some kind of a, I don't know, some kind of this hang-up with you, Bobo. We want you look to at his talk. Look. look at his look now. Does I know. It's, his look he actually changed. He doesn't he? Or is it just me? No, no. His look actually changed. It's looking at you there, you, Dylan. Dylan. This clown is watching you. Look at that look. Don't run, Dylan. You stay right where you're at. Dylan, ask it a question. Ask Bobo a question. Bobo, 
How can we know that you're in a good mood? He doesn't look too happy right now. <laughs> are, are you in a good mood? David said you were in a good mood earlier. He doesn't look in a good mood anymore. Do you not like me, Bobo? I thought we were friends. <laughs> That's enough of that. Oh, I have, I have a feeling something's going to come across on an EVP. You know what? Wait, I got an idea. Six. Should we try? You want to try real quick? And yeah, let's just let's, let's try one. There we go. I'm not fans, I'm not gonna do it. Here we go. So I'll show you the Bobo. Talking to this red light. Do you like Dylan? You've been looking at him. Do you like talking on the radio show? Can you say something to them? Okay, let's play that back and see what comes across. <laughs> and and Dylan, while you're close by, and can I... Wait, wait, he said something. Hold on. Is it too close? Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, I want to hear it again. Play it again. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. There was something I don't think there. Anything. But you know you what? Me? I'm gonna... There was something there. Yeah, there was there something was there. Little. Let's do it one more time. It can get better though. I think that's the beginning. Yeah? Okay, so right now we're gonna go ahead and have to take a break real quick. But I, I think this is really cool because I think Bobo may project himself under Dylan's sheets tonight while he's sleeping. Oh, no. You're like Oh yeah. You and Bobo, I think, are going to become very close there, Dylan. All right, everybody. We got to take a quick break over here. So, if you would, please stand by. We have Bobo the Clown, David Rodriguez, and Emily Men's House Stakely, who is going to be with us, and we are trying to capture an EVP. From a haunted doll. Don't go away. We have a lot more, and this is getting real good, especially now that we've got Dylan completely freaked out. So stay with us. What do we got? Five minutes? Radio Network 24 hours a day, 7 days a week through the Paranormal Radio app. Available from lnmradionetwork.com or talkstreamlive.com on both Android and Apple. Our call to listen line is open 24-7. Dial 701-719-9704 so you can listen on the go.
The LNM Radio Network and Late Night in the Midlands depends on you, the listener. Without you, there would be no us. So help us continue to bring you the best guests with the best information and subscribe today. Information on becoming an LNM subscriber can be found at the top of LateNightInTheMidlands.com. Just click the About Subscriptions tab and become part of the family while helping the truth stay alive. And while you're at it, maybe subscriptions aren't for you. A one-time donation helps as well. Click that Donate button on the right side of LateNightInTheMidlands.com and help us help you. You are the line line between protection of national security, obviously the government's need to obtain intelligence data, and the protection of civil liberties, particularly the sanctity of my home. You've got no right to come into my home. The government's been in bed with the entire telecommunications industry since the 40s. They've infected everything. They get into your bank statements, your computer files, your email, listen to your phone calls, every wire, every airway. You're talking to your wife on the phone, you use the word bomb, president, Allah, any of a hundred key words. The computer recognizes it, automatically records it, red flags it for analysis. That was 20 years ago. Sooner or later, you have to bring in an element of persuasion, an element of of getting people to consent to what is happening to them. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques which uh, will enable the controlling oligarchy uh, to get people actually to love their servitude. Spending, 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 
question for life on Mars has been answered in 1976. But ever since then, NASA has not wanted to go back and replicate those tests. Instead, they'd rather go search for signs of life instead of actually finding it. Let's all make NASA change their policy and letting them know that we demand them on the upcoming Martian rovers of the Mars Rover 2020 and the ExoMars Rover. We would like Dr. Gil Levin's life detection controlled label release experiments on board those rovers. It is about time. Is it about our fate? Please join the Dr. Gil Levin's Martian Revelation Life Validation Campaign. Please go to www.thefacesofmars.com and scroll down the page and click on the glowing blinking link for Dr. Gil Levin's Martian Revelation Life Validation Campaign. You will get to read all the information of what this is about. Please support us and please support the campaign as a White House petition is going to be in place. And this is just to let know to you all of what's coming so when the day comes, you all go to sign it. Because we need 100,000 signatures within 30 days for it to flow President Trump's desk as well as the chair of the National Space Council, Vice President Pence. Please join the Martian Revelation and please help Dr. Gil Levin in his quest for validation and vindication of life on Mars. And we are back. My name is Eddie Hill. I'm the host of the show, and we are with David Rodriguez and Emily Menshouse-Stakely. Along with my co-host, we have Renee Rodriguez and Dylan Holliday. And most importantly, we have our very special guest embedded within all of this, which is Bobo the Haunted Clown. And we have been going over some of the questions as far as how Bobo's been found, you know, the little bit of the history of Bobo. And we're also going over the possibility of the EVPs, which has been picked up by uh, Emily and David in the past. And we've been trying to get some EVPs tonight, especially between Bobo the Clown and uh, Dylan Holiday, because uh, Dylan's had this uh, reoccurring uh, clown fantasy, I guess you could say. And uh, <laughs> he's just enjoying this way too much. So we're oh, going to yeah. continue onward. Oh, David, boy. you got Bobo with you. Uh, and uh, Emily, I don't know if you had a chance to check your recording for uh, any type of EVPs that you were trying to pick up on your end. But uh, what do we have so far during break that we may have missed out on? Up, oh, can't hear her. You got to mute. <laughs> anyway, I will check next break on our audio recording. I will check at least the first three or four minutes. Do you want to play that last one back? Should we play the last one? You want me to play the DR60 one back? Oh, yeah. Play the DR60 back. It definitely says something there. Listen, I do, I do want to... I was thinking of something while I was... Um, while we took the break. And, and you know, clowns and, and these dolls aren't, like, the only thing that can be haunted. I mean, we did a case. It was in 2017 here in Doral, Florida, of a... of an Indian man that was going through some super problems it was like a possession case but like a but a strange one because it wasn't a christian possession case which was the first of these i've had to deal with but it was um he had one of the things that was causing problems in his house was a, a and believe this or not a candle holder a candle wow. holder and it was basically once we got into it i mean we we were with him i think we spent three or four days um you know not in not in succession but investigating his place 
and he was on the he was on the verge of suicide and um what what i i had i think on one of the one of those final days on the third day or so i had a feeling that maybe it was an object in the house because when he left he'd be fine when he was in the house he wasn't and then he told me that he had this uh he had a business and he had a a partner and the partner did him wrong and took a bunch of his money but this and basically he had cursed him when he he got rid of him, he said, "Listen, I have the you know I have this you know the I, I can take over. I have the you know I guess he owned more of the business than the other guy did. I'm going to buy you out." And they decided not to work together again. And he's he had told them, "I want you to go to hell. I don't want you to ever live a good life. I want you to die. I want your I want everything in your life to go wrong." I mean, he literally cursed him. You know, was so angry at him. And he had told me that the guy had given him, I guess, a few months before or something, a for his birthday or something, had given him a candle holder. And that candle holder was in his, in his living room. And pretty much he had a shadow figure going through his house and was going through that living room from, uh, from an altar he had set up to, you know, he is Indian. So you have to remember this is... Um, that kind of stuff so it's not he didn't have a christian altar set up so he had an altar set up and he and it was going up towards the steps and up to, into his room and th it would pass through that area and i was like why is it going through this area because it was connected that candle holder was connected to him when i went to that room and i can feel some things i can feel bad things so I, i'm psychic but i only know really bad things that are going to happen to people i smell death on people i can um tell if someone's going to get a car wreck or something. I can see if someone's going to get hurt. Like before it happens, I can kind of see it in my head and then it, and I dream about stuff like that. But in this case, like I go down there and I feel the candle holder, like that area, there's something there. And I said, what in this area is wrong? What, like, what, what, what are you attached to here? What is, what's, what's negative in this area? And it was the candle holder. Told me the whole story. We, Got rid of the candle holder. I didn't take it to my house because I don't want that kind of energy on me. This is a cute face. Candle holder is not cute. And um, what is that? What is that? Is that a? Is, was that you talking, Emily? She said something there, something. and then I think she froze. Yeah, I think it froze. Anyhow, that candle holder was a big problem in the house, but it wasn't everything. But nonetheless, more than clowns. Can be haunted i mean inanimate objects can be haunted they can be cursed they can be uh you know i mean people who are doing investigators who are doing investigations at homes especially need to be looking for these things you know um, i think well, you were talking about intention uh in and there is magic out there uh, uh, during all the investigations i've done in my life what i did find out uh, as an adult there is such thing as magic everybody has the ability to do this and with magic like you were saying you're able to curse with your intention now i don't see why uh you know a candle holder wouldn't have you know something attached to it most definitely just well, like that's what, that's what i asked him i said if you don't like this guy and you cursed him to death then why would you have his candle holder in your house he said well it's gold i said it doesn't matter if it's gold get it the hell out of the house i said this thing is is attaching you to this guy you know get out get it out of there that's the way maybe he's able to enter the house or or to do something to you just get it out and you know that helped a lot but 
there was more things to that case now, than that. Now, David, you live there in Florida and you're in Miami. You live pretty close to Robert, the other, the haunted doll, which is, I believe, in the Florida Keys yeah. as well, don't you? Yeah, Dave, Dave, and all those people down there do uh, do the keys, and that doll, that I actually saw, I saw a special about that doll. But Harold the doll is awesome. That's a life size doll. Yeah, the size it says of a child. Uh, one of the one of the things on it says Robert the doll is the ultimate child's nightmare. On the surface, it looks innocent enough, just a hand sewn little boy in a sailor's outfit, but at night it comes to life. And hang on, I've got to get Emily back. I know here. about Robert. About Robert the doll, you cannot take its photo unless you ask it. If you if you do, then people have had. I mean, there's notes when you go down to the. Uh, it's at the end of Key West, right? There's a. Uh, it's the museum. There's a fort down there, and there's a museum, and he's in the back of that museum in a a glass case, and he does not let you take his photo. Unless you ask him to, you have to ask permission, and you have to feel like it's okay. Because yeah. there are notes all over there that people say, "I'm sorry, Robert, I didn't listen to you. I took your photo, and look what happened." You cannot yeah, touch says, that doll. This thing it says at night it comes to life and attacks children. According to the story, the doll was given a uh, given to a young Eugene Otto, the son of two artists who had just moved to Key West, Florida, at the end of the 19th century. The gift giver, a young Jamaican witch who was hired by Otto to be Eugene's nanny. Soon, the Ottos began hearing Eugene talking to the doll in his room, and another voice would answer. A few weeks later, Eugene began screaming at night that Robert was trying to kill him. Neighbors reported seeing the doll moving in the window of the house. Servants in the house gave terrified reports that the doll would wiggle I'm sorry, would wiggle, giggle. I think wiggling would probably freak me out worse. Um, <laughs> would giggle and their, uh, when their backs were turned. Sometimes they saw shadows as the doll ran across the room. Uh, when Eugene grew up, he inherited his parents' house and kept Robert the doll close by. The doll continued to terrify visitors, although Eugene seemed to have a strange connection with it. He would get angry when his wife uh, covered up the doll or put it in the attic, saying that Robert needed to view the street. After Eugene died in 1972, the doll haunted the new owners of the house for a few years before being placed in a museum in Key West. So this was something that, uh, this this has been an occurring thing for quite a while, it seems like. Yeah, that doll's super haunted. I mean, it's a, it's the, I mean, it's there in the museum. Key West, Key West in itself is super haunted. The cemetery's absolutely haunted. There's um a bunch of a bunch of buildings. We've been asked to go to the the fort at the end of Key West to investigate there, but it's four and a half hours away, so you know how that gets. Okay, you well, know, I has think to, has to have the weekend off, and you know, but uh, that the, Key West is amazing. Everyone should go to Key West once in their life anyway. It's kind of like a Las Vegas type of it's thing. It's on the uh, edge of the uh, Bermuda Triangle. It is. You know what? The, another edge is, and I investigate it. We're the investigators there. At the, is the, the We do events there as well. Is the um, the Cape Florida Light, which is the uh, uh, Key Biscayne Lighthouse, better known as that. And it is one of the points of, uh, one of it's one of the three points of the Bermuda Triangle. Actual point. I think the other point would be, where's the other point then? One would have to be Bermuda, right? And the, I don't know, but I know one lighthouse that we do. And that place is super hot. 
Well, it looks so like we the... go all over the place. On Emily? You said... <coughs> I believe we lost it right now. Oh. David, how do you know that Bobo is in a good mood? Osborne was talking I mean, to me. I think that you can kind of... And it's absurd, right? But, like, you can... And maybe it's, uh, you know, a little pareidolia or whatever <laughs> mixed in. But you can tell in his face. Like, couldn't you guys tell? I mean, call me wrong or not. But couldn't you tell before he was happy? And yeah, now he doesn't look that happy. happy. He, doesn't he wasn't look that happy. happy. It's, it's a strange thing. Don't know how to explain it. I don't think Bobo likes me. I, I think that Bobo needs to be far, far away from me. Bobo does not like me. And <laughs> I don't know why. Bobo, I did nothing to you, man. I like you, Bobo. <laughs> He's fine. Well, you know, I, I actually saw what you're talking about, David. You know, how his face kind of changes where you can, you know, more or less see, you know, what kind of a mood he's in. I mean, I guess that happens with paintings as well, doesn't it? You know, but, I mean, there's a lot of, like the Mona Lisa, they say that as well. But. Now, we don't have a, an origin story of Bobo, though. The only story that we know is that some, this family found him in the home. Yeah, it's we a don't family. know anything else about I can't say the name of the family because it was one of those, you know, uh, it's a, one of those, no, well, no, those private home residential but like, investigations. But, but like, we don't know the origin of Bobo. We don't know the people no, we, who lived there before. No, we do not know. I mean, I don't know if they found oh, this in the oh. attic, if they found it in, I, I don't know where they found the doll, but it was there. They didn't like it. They thought it was creepy. They put it in a box. I took it out and things stopped. You know, I mean, I've been places where they've had dolls that the things we were creepy, they thought it was the doll that was that was the problem and had nothing to do with that. I mean, I did a case that was the, uh, it, was a, uh, it was a serial killer case from the 50s. I mean, I wasn't in the 50s, but I came back to this house, happened to be right across from where the serial killer had killed some people and they were seeing some stuff and they thought maybe it was the doll. You know, this is the middle of Nebraska, in the middle of a cornfield and they built a house there. You know, they had like one of those mobile homes there. You think, what in the hell could happen in the middle of Nebraska, in the middle of a cornfield, in the middle of nowhere, right? Nothing. But you know what happened? It was they were seeing they were seeing a, a girl come up to their window. The two kids were seeing a girl come up to their window with her whole abdomen full with blood, you know, going like, help me, help me, help me. And the kids would run in and go sleep with the parents again, like all the kids do. And uh, it ended up being that it was uh, this Charles Starkweather murder. And uh, this, there was uh, there's this guy, Charles Starkweather, I think it was 56, 62, something in the 50s, 60s. And this guy had, um, he was a serial killer. He was kind of like a Bonnie and Clyde type serial killer where he had a girlfriend that would help him. And these two people were, well, he had, he had just gone to this guy named August Myers Farm, which was about, I don't know what, uh, uh, not even half a mile down through the cornfields, right? And he had taken this, they had they had gone to the August Meyer farm, taken the guy captive, killed him, and then they were leaving. And they saw these two people who were trying to fix their, the tire of a car, uh, the two teenagers. They, he went up to them, said, I can help you. And he ended up taking them hostage with this girl and put them into the basement of this August Meyer farm. And was going to kill them and then his girlfriend who was you know this is they were they were nuts obviously to kill to to do what they were doing to go out and kill 15 people or whatever they did but the girl got really jealous of the girl that was changing the tire with the guy of the, of the guy's girlfriend of the victim's girlfriend and hey, Ellen, she, can you hear us i don't think she's there yet no she's not here yet 
But anyway, she got. So he got. Emily. I can't see her yet. Oh, I can see her. Do, is she moving? I see yeah, connection. She's, she's, she's trying to talk to us. I, I think I'm the only one I can hear her and see her. I can't see her. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring her in. But she, on my end, she is frozen. So. Yeah, my end too. Uh, Emily, anyway, let's log off and log back on. Yeah, so to kind of keep it going, uh, yeah. David. This guy had this guy had problems. The the woman had the the girl who was with with this guy killing everyone had problems with the victim. She she was jealous of the girl because she was pretty. So the guy went in and just started stabbing, stabbing, stabbing her in the abdomen until she died and said, "Look, I don't like this girl. Stop messing with me. Let's go kill more people or whatever he did." Right. So they go on. And this is who these. This is the ghost that these people were seeing. It had nothing to do with the doll. It had to do with uh, had to do with you know a, a murder, but you know. So sometimes you can't just blame the doll when on this. When you think of a haunted or commandeered doll, I like to call them commandeered uh, dolls. You know, like I I've been calling Bobo Bobo the commandeered clown. Um, when you hear of these dolls, the the big stories you think of are obviously the Annabelle doll, which came of fame through the Conjuring, you know, franchise, and then you think of the 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 uh, island of the dolls, you know, those are the real big uh, big stories that have to do with dolls. What are your takes on those, David? Being someone who follows the, these commandeered clowns, you you seem to be a fan of commandeered items. Well, I am because look, I'm friends with Rob Demarest, who was on Ghost Hunters International. And he went to the Island of the Dolls. And so I asked him about that, because I mean, I have a haunted doll. And I said, what do you think of that place? He says, that place is totally made up. They did that for publicity purposes, right? That place is, doesn't, it's not haunted whatsoever. Everything you're gonna see, and I've seen, I mean, I've, I can't tell you how many shows I've seen about, about that little Island of the Dolls, but he says it's absolutely not haunted whatsoever. So that's all I can go with. But when it comes to Annabelle, I've never seen Annabelle. I have worked, with people who work around Annabelle, but I've not, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I know, I know Zach from ghost adventures touched it the other day. That didn't go so well, but, um, I mean, yeah, I worked with, John, I worked with John Zappis once and I know that he is oh, that doll as well, but I, I don't think you can touch that doll. I mean, nobody's really going to know until you go and touch the doll. I mean, Zach didn't die. Did he? I mean, they say that you get in a car crash and you die if that happens or, yeah. Well, he had a lot of issues after that show, to my understanding. Like, and that was more or less just the family's precaution that they didn't want people touching it, and he felt like he needed to touch it. That was the family. Like, I guess there's like three rules when you see Annabelle because they normally don't do that. They normally don't allow people to do investigations of Annabelle. This was the first time this has ever been allowed to happen, and they give you like a three rules. And one of the rules was don't touch the doll. And yes, on the episode, he he was he had the doll, and the doll was on a on a chair, like a rocking chair or something. If I remember, this is like a year ago, and the doll was sitting there, and he he recalled having some type of feeling, and he touched <laughs> the doll's leg, and they said, you know, dude, what the hell? Why did you touch our? We gave you one rule, you know. And, but Zach, of course, he's gonna touch yeah. it. But now I'm interested though. I'm interested though because you said that you don't believe, or, or the people that you've talked to don't believe that the the island of the dolls is like a real thing. People have caught a lot of a lot of EVPs and even some things on film there. 
But yeah, and Dylan, that that brings up something that's really important. You know, even that place could not be haunted whatsoever. But you create this idea of the haunting, and then people keep going there. You have like I remember um, Expedition Unknown went there. You have like probably Ghost Hunters. I know Ghost Hunters International went there. Rob went there. I know that uh, the Ghost Adventures went there. Right. I mean, everyone goes there, and you keep creating this thing. And there are dolls that look like humans, so they are going to get haunted. It's the same thing. Look, I was one of the first people to go to the Velisca Axe Murder House. I don't know if you guys have heard of this place, mm-hmm. right? I used to live in Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska. That's where I started my first prison team. I have a bunch of teams now. That was my first one. And we used to, we went to Velisca was one of the first places we went to. You know, um, I think one person, one or two teams had been there maybe of course one one guy had been there and and then a team and then we were the third team to go in there and i knew the owners the original owners of that place i know johnny hauser takes care of it now does an awesome job um but that place changed over 15 years that place changed from being like a normal haunting to going to something really 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 crazy you know i mean that's from people once they started renting that house out and they would start doing Ouija boards there and they started, um, you know, the, all these paranormal investigators who are, who, who like me or like Emily or like you guys are like tied to the paranormal. We have this like, you know, this thing where we can talk to ghosts better than other people can. They go there and they're doing their thing and it's pulling, it's pulling stuff in. I mean, these places have like portals, you know, and stuff and like it's pulling this stuff in and it becomes more haunted than it is. So the island of dolls. Yeah, they are. So that's it one of the theories that came thing. up a long time ago. Eddie and I were talking about this. It's like all these investigations that we're on. I was wondering if we create the ghost because we're so looking forward to see ghosts. No, a, 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 thousand, a thousand percent. And listen, I, and, I, and I'll tell you that right now what I'm working on. I mean, I've been working on it for about a year now, but I'm on my third robot now and I'm working on trying to because I do computer stuff in the daytime. That's my job where I make money. And then I. So then I'm trying to do, um, trying to hack robots. I did, you know, this is my third. I did it. The third one's the Jibo, but I'm trying to do EVP sessions. Actually, it's my fourth robot, but EVP sessions with a robot and try to get the sensors going, cameras on it, recorders, so that we're not there. Because, I mean, even Emily can tell you this. We have been to about, I mean, we've done a few investigations together. We've done some stuff. She's seen the investigations I've done. And everywhere I go, I get a name that says Peter, right? So why is Peter happening everywhere I go? This must be something I'm carrying, right? How can it be the same Peter? And I'm talking EVPs. I'm talking straight up EVPs. Peter a child, Peter a man voice, Peter a woman voice. Why is that happening? I don't know. So the only thing I can say is maybe to put the robot in the room, it's gotta be following me or something. So put the robot in a room, let it do the session, and we're not there because I think some of us can project stuff, you know, whether we project it into a recorder or we project it onto the REM pod or whatever we do. But people do have abilities. I mean, it's a thousand, you know, a hundred percent. How long have you been an investigator, David? So I got into this when I was about 12 years old. I saw my first ghost when I was 12 and, you know, did the whole thing. You know, I'll, I'll be honest. I went through a, a possession case when I was young. And then from then on, things changed and I could hear things, see things, smell things that I never did before. And I just never really listened to people about 
you know, that, that it was wrong, that I was just not seeing real things. And I don't know, it, it went for a while, you know, you know, went to school, went to college, did my thing. And um, then afterwards, I mean, basically through the whole time, we, even when you don't want to do it, it follows you around this kind of thing when you do this a lot, right? Um, when you have affinity to ghosts, I believe at least. And I was a restaurant manager. I'd be a restaurant that was super haunted. And I saw a waste go across and, you know, heck with this. I'm going to start recording this stuff. I'm going to go find people that can do it with me, you know? And I didn't. So I stopped for a while and um, moved to another state. And then I decided to do it. It was, I think it was a year before Ghost Hunters or something. And we, uh, so it's been 15 years, 2000, a while. Oh, 2000, what was it? 2000, yeah, 2003. So I did a meetup, got a bunch of people. We decided to start a group, groups in Nebraska. Now that I think there's 44 groups or something. So it's really like blossomed since then. But starting a group and meeting people that have different abilities and have different, um, have different, you know, that know different things like engineers, scientists. We work, we work with the University of Nebraska at Omaha. So we, we have people that know certain things that I don't and they have it in the paranormal. We had a detective, you know, working with us for a while. We have, uh, we have all different types of people in a place experiencing the same thing so that you know you're not nuts and you can see they're kind of, they're you. See, that's um, good. Too has, has a large group of different people, you know. Eddie's retired police. Renee's ability is I can talk, you know. Person, and my ability is to talk. I know nothing about any of this. I can talk. And maybe but that's... But you can. You just... You need to go on the stick. It'll be... It'll be a... Uh, I, feel like I feel like I'm susceptible to whatever these creatures are giving off. You know. <laughs> Bubba. Yeah, it's... Bubba really like seems like both to be my friend. You, know, you tell yourself that. Emily, I can barely hear you. Yeah, me. I'm one of those people that gives off an energy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, I have that. I had it when I was out at least, yes. Yes, I think you need to go on a investigation and include Bobo. Now, but that's a question though. I wonder if my aura reading would help me on an investigation. Like, could I read a spirit's aura? You could. I mean, if you can read stuff, you should be able to read. Oh, sorry, David. No, 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 go ahead. No, but you should be right. I mean, you should be able to read things. If you can read auras, you can read people. Sure, absolutely. I mean, if you would, if you would see any kind of. Uh, object or being or you know a spirit even a shadow figure if you can read auras of humans why wouldn't you be able to read auras of spiritual beings so, I, I mean i see i see figures too and I, I would think that they would also give off some kind of energy like humans do because how are we going to relate to them we relate to them off energy so I would think that you would see the same thing. It's one of those things where I, I had this ability as a kid, and then it kind of fell by the wayside. And then recently, through, um, you know, some personal, um, you know, meditation and whatnot, I've been able to reacquire this ability that I had. So there, it comes in and out in spurts, but every once in a while, I can see somebody's, you know, aura. But I believe Eddie is telling us. 
that we need to go for yeah, commercial. We, we have to take a break real quick. <laughs> so let us take a break, everybody. Don't go away. We've got Bobo the Clown, and we shall be returning back shortly with some more good stuff, including some possible EVPs that we may pick up, because we're going to also do some more EVP sessions with Bobo do it. and try do and it. see if we can get this done. So stand by, don't go anywhere, and we'll be right back. Available now, Troll Spray. Do you have problems with trolls? Do you constantly find yourself turning on the light of truth and find they come out of the woodwork after you? Give your trolls a quick squirt of Troll Spray and you'll be amazed at how quickly they flee. Troll Spray has been tested on all of the different types of trolls, shills, false prophets, doomsayers, sock puppets, and of course, those ever fearsome hostile radio show hosts. It works on them all. Get Troll Spray today, available only at LM Radio Network. Spray the trolls away with Troll Spray. Why subscribe to Late Night in the Midlands, you ask? Well, I'll tell you why. Late Night in the Midlands covers everything. And through the thousands of expert guests who have joined Michael Vera on his show, come pieces of the big puzzle, which started many years ago. Michael and his guests reveal information dating back to the beginning of time. To this very moment... Michael Vera not only brings you the best guests with the best information, but Michael is not afraid to call out those who are less than honest. You see, in this day and age, we need a radio show we can count on and a radio host we can trust to expose the truth one show at a time. So become a late nighter and subscribe now. Talk radio like no other. Late Night in the Midlands, bringing the truth back to talk radio. Great fear and trembling shall seize them, even to the ends of the earth. The earth shall be hurt, and all things will try and perish, while judgment shall come upon all, even upon all the righteous. Behold, he comes with ten thousands of his saints, to execute judgment upon them, and destroy the wicked. Yet as God has appointed, so are all things brought to pass. No peace shall be to you. Do you think social media is the end-all be-all? Do you live and breathe by Fakebook and other platforms? Do you spend hours and hours endlessly going through posts by alleged friends in an endless quest to have a life? You need Fakeaway, available exclusively through the LM Radio Network. Our crack scientific teams have worked tirelessly to perfect this product and have made it available to you through this limited offer. Fakeaway can solve the problems suffered by you and many others. It can help you understand you have been snowed by the fake media, the social media biases you encounter every time you click refresh, and even help your hair grow by keeping you from pulling it out over the smallest offenses. Get Fakeaway today, only through LM Radio Network. 
Fakeaway is not for shills, disinfo agents, lovers of politicians who keep screwing the country, constant end-of-the-world predictors, liars, hostile radio show hosts, or snowflakes. We are back live with Paranormal Analytical, and we have uh, Bobo the Clown over here, which is really good stuff. Some really good stuff. And uh, man, where did, where, where did we leave off there, David? I mean, we were we were getting into some deep uh, stuff here about uh, you know, given you know, actually being around these dolls and actually actually kind of like creating these uh, entities within the the doll ourselves. Well, I think I think the thing is that I mean there are more things than dolls, you know. I mean there are things that 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 are ha- there are haunted objects. Obviously, we know that now. I mean there are TV shows about that now going out and stuff. But uh, these things can can cause a problem at an investigation. So people need to be aware of that if you're an investigator. And um, I don't know, but uh, yeah, this this guy's haunted. We need to do an EVP session. I'm sorry, please still angry. Interrupt. I think we do. Um, 
let me see here. I'm trying to get Emily back with us over here. I can hear. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I've got her. Just she was on okay. here twice. Awesome. Okay, good. I'm gonna start recording session on my LinkedIn. It has 400. If I want to do a session, that's great. I pretty much recorded the whole evening, but unfortunately, I have had some technical difficulties. All right, David, go ahead and see what you can do. Are you there? Yeah, let's try this. Should we play the last one to see what happened? Yeah, absolutely. Got there we go. He said something there, little. That's the beginning, you know, that's the beginning. <laughs> with the DR60s, the way they are, with these Panasonic RODR60s, um, which are way overpriced, by the way. Don't buy one for three, three grand. It's not worth three grand. But I wouldn't sell mine. <laughs> I have two three of them. I won't sell them. Yeah. I, this, so this one's an American one. I have a Japanese one, too, that's amazing. But um, it's, I have to, the only problem with these things is that they have like a really old, outdated plug you have to use this one or eight sixteenth to i don't know this like really weird plug to get to your computer and you have to like transfer real time so it's kind of a pain but these recorders are amazing all right everybody we are back we had some technical difficulties over here with audio and uh you know the show was going so good but god you know you guys just you you didn't have a chance to hear it all so you know i went ahead and decided you know what we're going to cut the show and we're going to restart everything because all the audio just disappeared. And no matter what I tried, I couldn't get it back. So uh, this was like a, a last resort to, to cut the show. But you know what? We're back live again. And uh, we, we have Emily Menshouse-Stakely and we have David Rodriguez. And we've also got Dylan Holiday, my co-host. We also have Renee Rodriguez, my co-host. Yeah. This is like the most people we've ever had on here at any one yeah. time. So uh, I'm sure it's sucking up a lot of bandwidth. But you know what? We're really, really trying to get this show to you because we've got Bobo the Clown, which is haunted and has been given some great EVPs. And it's been a phenomenal show. And everybody's been having such a good time. So we're going to try and recreate that good time for uh, you. I don't know. It was, it's been so, great. So far. Yeah, we lost so back. Well, yeah, uh, well so the spontaneity of it, I'm sure, is gone. But you know what? We can still get it back. So yeah, for can. those of you on the Facebook, I've been going live the entire time on YouTube, DHX Rampage 22. If you look up Paranormal Analytical Live, you can probably find that. I've been doing a great job hosting while Eddie's been deaf and me making all of you deaf. But we're so happy to have you all back now. We had some great conversations about GoPros and all sorts of stuff. Um, so... Should we do an EVP and, and hop right into it? Try well, you know what, Dylan, Dylan or Renee, either one of you, why don't you recap what they missed for about the last 15, 20 minutes? Just go over it real quick, and uh, then we can continue on with the EVPs and stuff. Well, really, all you missed is um, David sent me through email an EVP of Bobo. I played that. It actually sounded a little bit better on the microphone than we anticipated it was going to sound. Um, and then the uh, the EVP was Bobo giving a little hee-hee-hee, and that was from the past. Um, and then we talked about ways of, of, of capturing EVPs and ways of, of filming, and we talked about um, GoPros and, and some of these different uh, – excuse me, some of these different recorders that people use. Um, and that was pretty much it. Yeah, we, we pretty much just had a good time with it because we, we, we knew it. We weren't 
uh, live. It was more or less just a conversation, really. It's been a great conversation. Well, yeah, that is awesome. Quick, so I'll tell you what. Why don't you replay those EVPs so everybody can hear on the radio? And uh, now that we're back live again and we, we're, we're away from all those technical difficulties, and hopefully uh, maybe it'll come out good on this end as well. So let's give that a try real quick. All righty. One second. So that kind of um, childish so squeal. And that's from Did a, you that's guys a, hear it okay? I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting. I'm sorry I was out for the last 15, 20 minutes because of technical difficulties, but did he send you the one that Bobo Giggles actually made a video on YouTube on it? Um, and then it said, I did, I did that. Did oh, I, I um, yeah, I sent him the I did that. There's one there that says I did that. Do you see that one, Dylan? I didn't. I didn't think I got that one. I just got a picture in that uh, one there. Let me but see. Um, but I mean, okay. You ahead. brought up the static in that in that because apparently you you shouldn't have had that static. Can you explain to us why there shouldn't have been a static? Yeah. So here's the thing that's weird with that is that there it sounds like what's called you know a PSB seven or PSB eleven like a spirit box. This um you know radio that kind of goes through stations quickly either backwards or forwards to talk to spirits. So it goes type of sound, but that was not there when I was talking on the phone to Emily. And I think at that point, paranormal. we did not hear that at all. That was only on Emily's recorder, which was a Olympus WS 400 S. And is there any time where you would experience that though? Like maybe if if the recorder was too close to a magnet or to a phone or a computer. I'm sorry for interrupting, but I have tried that several times since then because it was very unique and odd. I've done this for 18 years. David's done it longer than me. I have never had it play back like that with the where it sounds like a ghost box is going on in the background, unless legitimately a ghost box is going on. Um, and that's his voice. I mean, that, that is Bobo's is, voice. It's not the only EVP we have of them. Well, I I do want to say, I'm sorry for some of my maybe uneducated questions, but I'm new to this world, like I said. I'm I'm completely new. Uh, As an 18-year-old, this is my first radio gig, my first paranormal. I'm 18. Yeah, I know. I look like 105. So, as an 18-year-old. Yeah, see, five minutes ago, you were telling me you hate me. Now now we're best buddies because I'm 18, and it's okay that I say stupid stuff. I'm almost 40, and you're 18? Yeah, I know. So much. Very well, hey, I'm I'm the old man of the group, okay? So yeah, Eddie's 110. We'll be one. Yes, I'm soon. the old man I'm of the group. I'm going to send you some depends. <laughs> but so, <laughs> but, um, you know, I really this is a this is a special episode to me because, like Eddie's been saying the entire time, he will not let me forget that I've been freaking out over Bobo the clown. I've been freaking out, um, because this is something really freaky, you know. It's a it's a commandeered dolls. Hmm? No, I don't like dolls. I don't like dolls and I don't like clowns. So this is two things that I don't like together. And it's a commandeered clown, which makes it even scarier. Like if it was a regular clown doll, it's still freaky. But it's a commandeered clown doll, which makes it horrible. See. Um like because I do, I have a fear of like these dolls. Just needs love. 
<laughs> well, I'm sure he does, and he probably knows that I don't want to love him, and, and I'm terrified, and that's why he hates me so much. I'm sure we'll pick that up on the EVP. I hate you because you don't love me. <laughs> you know, and he'll do this whole little little bit. I'm curious to hear an EVP, though. I hope we pick something up on this show. That would be fantastic. I have to say, I have, listen, I have... Listen, I can't see myself on this, but I have my WS400 Olympus. Amazing. I'm telling you, I have used all kinds of different audio recorders throughout the years. I have five of these now. On Amazon, they run for about between 350 to 500 a piece now. But this is about eight years old. I have, this is my go-to device to use for audio recording, and I have been recording this on and off all entire night. So I hopefully will do something. I will review these next week, early next week, Monday, Tuesday. Or so. Why Emily, do you want to try one more? I mean, I know he answers to you a lot. You want to try something? Want to talk? To yeah, you? let's do a really good EVP session with Bobo right now. All right. Oh well, put the headset on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here the headset. <laughs> Bobo. Here we go. I don't know if he likes that headset. <laughs> no, he doesn't. It's too heavy on his head. We're gonna try one time. Okay. I, I'll hold it. Well, hold on. We're going to do this. We'll do this. That's a cup triple. Here we go. Get it, get, oh, my gosh. I'm going to kill him. There we go. Is this possible or not? I'm going to try this. this. Here we go. <laughs> kind of hear you. We can hear you. We can hear you now. You got it flipped around. Great. Good. If I put the speakers on, then, you know, the problem that's going to cause. So. All right. Here we go. I'm going to listen really close. I'm not going to ask any questions. Actually, let Dylan ask the question. Let him ask. We already, no, we already tried that. To you. Yeah, we already tried that. He didn't listen. He didn't answer to Dylan. Yeah, we Emily, we tried that earlier. It didn't work. We'd like you. No, no, but you did it wrong. Emily's right. You have to give it a pause. I thought I did Dylan, ask question and wait twenty seconds. All right, fine. I'll ask a question, then you ask a question, and everyone can ask a question. I'm only asking one. Right, Dylan, Emily, go. Here we go. I'm gonna start recording. Now, there we go. Bobo, why don't you like me? My turn? Yeah, yes. I think you answered there. Okay. Go ahead. Bobo, do you laugh a lot? Do you think we're funny? Who's next? Bobo, can you say Eddie or Dylan? Bobo. Why do you say the name Jessica? Come and ask a question now. Bobo, do you like your name, Bobo? Okay. Let's see okay, I'm going to ask one real quick. Bobo, will you visit Dylan in his bed tonight? I'll play that one back. You know, Eddie, you're going to hell. No, no, don't curse anybody. Don't curse anybody. Yeah, this is the last one for you. Don't say that. Thank you for Cuba. Oh, oh yes! Oh, it said yes. Listen, listen. Ready? Listen. Oh wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait. Oh, now I'm slowing it down. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And he answered it in the beginning too. Listen again. Listen again. Listen again. Listen, 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 right to the beginning, right here, here we go. Will you visit 
Okay, so let's listen to the other one. Here we go. He's answering a lot, though. Let me rewind that. Now, there we go. There's something there. Yeah, I think he answered there, but go ahead. What'd you say, Emily? Look at Bobo sitting behind David right now while we replay this stuff. I'm getting creeped. He's, like, he's smiling. I'm just, he's smiling. Listen, I'm giggling right now. So let me tell you, let me tell you the voice we're getting there is clowny. It's not, it's not Bobo. That's the clowny voice. All righty, so clowny's messing with me. Let me take a picture of clowny real quick so everyone can see. Hold on one second. Okay, so while he's going to do that, let's go ahead and play our final break and we'll do our final commercial for the night. Nobody go away because we've got Boba the Clown and we've actually got this program working tonight. Yay! This is great. So hang tight. We've got to do this one last time. The LNM Radio Network is growing like wildfire, and here is your chance to get your message to the masses. We are the number one radio network in the land with 30 quality shows and counting. We are the best bet on the internet and the AMFM dial, being carried by several stations and being heard in more than 100 countries. And who else can say they have Midnight in the Desert with Heather Wade? Exactly. So for more information on advertising with LNM Radio, just contact Michael Vera at MV at LateNightInTheMidlands.com or Ira Robinson at Feedback at OpenEyesNetwork.com. Again, MV at LateNightInTheMidlands.com or Feedback at OpenEyesNetwork.com. All righty, we are back live. That was a short one, and we're going to get right back to Bobo the Clown. Y'all ready? See, we're back over here. If you can hear me, can you hear me, Dylan? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I got you. There you are. Yeah, it looks like we lost Emily again. I was on my show. I was talking to my. Oh, okay. I I thought we were going a four minute ad. No, no, no. We did a we did a, a short one. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't say. I was, I was just so I, I, everybody, everybody left. So it's just us. <laughs> well, I, I was, I was just addressing to my people um, why I am the way that I am with with not believing, and uh, how some some of the times, you know, obviously you guys have boundaries, and I try to respect your boundaries, and I kind of didn't do that because I did say uh, I, I did do a curse. Um, so I'm sorry. I know that, that, that freaks Renee out, you know, being super spiritual and I'm, I know that bothers you at times also. So I apologize. Um, but I was just saying that, you know, there's different, each of us have different boundaries and different things that, that, you know, we're willing to let ourselves get away with and let others get away with. And, uh, I try to respect that. And obviously I didn't, I didn't literally mean to go to hell to curse you. It was, it was supposed to be a funny, uh, because I'm the, I'm the bit guy. Um, 
so I, I apologize for that. But, oh, it's um, not a problem. I mean, like I said, there's nothing to apologize for because this is a show and we're just trying to see what we're able to uh, get yeah. people talking um, about and, and, and accomplish with this thing. Well, so, I mean, as soon as is, is I, I know, how, how, I know he's taken off to go uh, try and get a picture. So we'll see what we can, uh, what he'll be able to oh, show us here in just a moment. Show the picture. <laughs> back. David, back. Can you pull up that picture of Clowny again? We're back on. Yeah. Oh, you can't get the. Uh... Um, but he brought up how the clowns have different voices. Uh, how the dolls have different voices, and it did seem oh. like on the EVP we had a, a deeper sounding um, clown. And I was going to bring that up, and then he brought up how that was actually Clowny, not Bobo. Yeah. So um, this guy, he so has... it seems like Clowny has a, a deeper kind of voice. But there's there's um there's Clowny right there on the camera. Oh, okay. He has like, and there are Thank certain you, voices. I mean, I, I mean, I don't uh, know. I only own two hundred dolls. You, David, if you, uh, maybe oh. you left your mic muted. I don't. Hey, no. Does it work or no? Hey, David, I hear you yeah. fine. Uh, yeah, but listen, you. we got one question over here. Uh, somebody's asking, how old is Bobo? <laughs> so how old is Bobo? We don't know when he was made. But let's see what kind of doll he is. We can find, we can find out here, I guess. No Good tags question. or anything, anything writing. Bobo, he's <laughs> addressing you on front of the camera. There's no tags. I will say one story. Listen, Emily's not here, but I will tell a story about I went one day to he has like, I don't know if you guys can all see the video, but there's this little string here that he has on his little thing i went to go cut it off one day and i noticed that his face changed and he didn't want me to cut it off whatsoever and i got this like feeling about me i'm like okay i'm not gonna cut it off i won't cut it off i'll let it go i'll let it go and then i would say a, a year later year and a half later emily was talking to me and said she got this word when we were talking to bubble and we got these evps that hi 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 one and uh she was like i see something with him with a string a string like he has a string in his hand I'm like, that's so crazy you're talking about that because I always want to cut this little string off, you know, that's here, like right next to his hand, his open hand. It's odd. I don't know. This, this, it's an odd doll. Is that a handmade doll? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. Look at his neck. So we know literally nothing, close to nothing about this doll other than the I, fact I that know, it's hey, found, in, found in the house when they bought it. And I guess maybe the people, I, I'm guessing the people, that was the only doll they found, the only toy they found. So maybe they didn't want it. They just left it there. So like, could you, get a, could you get that surveyed? Like, so like, could you take it to some type of historian or something, some doll historian? Would they be able to tell you more? Like, I mean, like if it was a, handmade, it's probably one of a kind. I would imagine like a pawn shop or t I don't think it would be handmade though, because this head, how would you make a head like that? Oh, they had all Unless sorts of crazy don't. ways of doing stuff, you know. So I mean, really, I don't know. It'd be it'd be interesting to to, to hear. Yeah, people do stuff like plaster and whatnot, you, you know, and then they paint it. Yeah, it could it could very well be hand done. Um, but I, I would be interested to hear like a, a background if anyone could, you know, give us a background of clowns like like Bobo, you know, or if there was like yeah. a mass company producing Bobos. Well, I don't know it. See, you and say you know, his face move, or does it change? Does it really change, or is it, it doesn't all in change? Your head? There's, it's in your head because there's or no movement just, whatsoever on this doll. Yeah, it's it's just a feeling like, like a gut feeling you get. It's a gut feeling. Sometimes he looks like he's smiling. Sometimes he looks like he's angry. Sometimes he looks like he doesn't want to talk to you. I have no idea what the face is. It's just like you could read the face, but who knows? Maybe that's you no. Know, I get like the same matrix in paranoia. You know, you never know. He looks. He looks. He looks like he's changing, but it looks like because of the the. Uh, it looks so grainy. I it's kind of hard to tell, but to me, I don't know if you put it in my head, he looks like he changes. I don't yeah. know. It's a strange thing. I mean, it's like the Mona Lisa effect going on on this thing, but yeah, I, mean, I don't you know. know. It's, it, know maybe it is. 
maybe it's one of those things. You know, sometimes you walk past a painting, you think the painting's following you, but we know the painting's not. You know, maybe it's just one of those things. Maybe we're we're putting these emotions into the clown. Maybe it's intention. We always talk about intention on the show. You know how you can put intention into something. Maybe if you if you have the belief that this that this uh, Bobo, the commandeered clown, is upset at you, you know maybe he he gives off that kind of aura. It it is all about maybe or, or maybe he really tortured two families and <laughs> and yeah, then he ends up with many. He's really fine because like I can deal much, with him. You know? Who knows? Maybe he's not good with kids. You know, you know, no idea. Really, no clue what's going on with the doll. I just know by doing this stuff that that inanimate objects can have some effect on an EVP, you know, recordings. You, know, they can, David, you they, should read a book. Uh, it's by Dean Radin. It's called Real Magic. I just finished oh, it. Oh, I've read that book. I've read that book. It is one of the best <laughs> books I've read in a I didn't long, know wrote it, long time. It yeah, talks I mean, about magic and intention. Intention is the first step, right? So you'd have to have intention and then, um, you know, there's more to it. I mean, if, if you're doing ceremonial magic or something, if you're doing like a Santeria, you'd go into the, you know, the spitting of the rum and, the, you know, the whole deal. And, the you know, bringing in, you know, you become a medium, bring bring the spirit in, bring it and then transfer it to the doll. You know, the, the same way that, you know, in witchcraft or in Wicca where they where they would make a familiar out of a cat type of thing. So th there's a lot to it, but I don't know if this is what happened with this doll or not. I really have no idea. Uh, so no like, idea. What is intention? Is intention just like if I look at an item and say that oh, this item, it, you know, it it's belief it reminds me of this person, and I hope that they this item haunts them. Is can that how intention works? Yes, we can hear yes, you. Yes, Emily. Is that can how I intention works? It's can not hear anybody. You don't so hear us at all. Everybody has everybody has a, a certain and oh, no. it's the belief that you put in something, you can actually make it come true. Right, we make it's our own reality. Go ahead, Hello? can you yeah, hear us, Emily? You, we hear you. You hear us, Emily? It, it, oh, she's it, gone again. Okay. It takes more than just. I mean, certain people are better at it than others. It takes. You know, the whole school of magic would take, you know, I mean, it, there's different schools, there's different beliefs, there's different religions that deal with that. But, you, I mean, even. Is anybody there? Yeah. You hear us we or no? It's, you know, even prayer is. I cannot see anybody or hear anybody. Oh, no. Is, is, a, is, a, is a small form of magic, you know, in a way. You're asking for something to happen. You're asking, you're giving that intention into the prayer. So. Is this what folks who practice like voodoo? Is this what they commonly use? This idea. I think. I, you like know, I know. In, intention is intention is bigger than a thing too. But I mean, like I'm saying, like that magic has to do with a lot with them. It's rituals. It's um, it's bringing, you know, it's having people around to bring that energy up. Everyone, it's not one person with the same intention. You know, if you look at witchcraft, that's 13 people with the same intention, you know? You're getting, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever meditated. You know, you if you meditate by yourself, All the time. it's okay. If you meditate with a group of like 20 people, boom, instant meditation. I'm telling you, you go down in a second, right? So it's like, it's having that same energy resonating, you know, like a, like a chord, like, a, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's harmony. Right, and you get that same energy going in the same direction, and then that 
is the kind of like I'd say the catalyst to get that spell going and the magic going. But you have to have, you know, the thought of what you want it to be. You have to have. Uh, I mean, I don't know. With a doll, you'd have to want this thing to be alive. You know, I would imagine you'd have to be talking to this thing like it's in a, like a like a person. You know, th there's a lot to magic, and then you have the rituals. You know, like I said, with Santeria, there would be the ritual of whatever spirit you're trying to bring in whatever and then there would be one guy in the middle running around chanting drinking rum spitting it and going nuts and everyone you know shit you know clapping their hands hitting drums and bringing that spirit in you know i don't know if that's what happened with this doll i don't think so but you know maybe it was an intent to try to hurt someone or or something yeah you know Santeria is one of those things. They're they're a super interesting. I, you would refer to it as a religion, wouldn't you? Santeria Santa is no. A it is it is a religion. I mean, it's 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 a spinoff of of Catholicism. You know, it's a spinoff from in Cuba and Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, when they brought slaves. You know, beginning of the United States, beginning of America, they brought slaves here, and those slaves didn't want to be here. Obviously, they didn't want to be in Cuba. They didn't want to be in Puerto Rico, and they were forced to practice Christianity. And what they did is they just took their, and same with Louisiana, you know, same with the plantations over there. What, what they did is they took their religion, their African religions, and they, and they pushed it into Christianity so that they could practice it freely. And that's the spinoff of what these religions become, but it's a religion. These, these um, you know, the gods that they're, that they're worshiping, you know, they call them saints and, and stuff like that, but they are they are African gods, you know. They have they have a, a, a an alter ego of a Christian god, but they also have the alter ego of the African god, you know. Lately, that's something I've been researching is Santeria, and I have to say, there's just so much to it. You know, you can search it for an entire 24 hours, and you still walk away with very little. You know, it's one of those things you have to put a lot of time and a lot of dedication into it, and I'm sure you have to know so much. Um, but it's but something I that I've actually, actually been I mean, that's a religion. I, 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 I watch it. I, I, you know, I, I understand it. Like, I know people who do it, but it's a religion, and I'm not going to... You know, it's not it's not my religion necessarily, yeah, but I understand it. Yeah. Well, you've it, got it, the Santeria there also, but over here as well, you've got the Santa Muerte. Which is, yeah, I mean, that's from that's a Mexican thing that's come from Dia de los Muertes with the, uh, you know, like the Halloween they have there, which is, you know, there's a there is even a Santa Muerte, which is the there's a saint that they worship down there, which is the saint for, let's say, for bank robbers. For, oh, the drug dealers. Well, that, the that's Santa Muerte. Santa and, Muerte and, is and used in all of those. That's the saint that's looking after them, you know? That's mm -hmm. the one. It's it's a skeleton with a wig, a black wig. Yeah, it's basically the, the Grim Reaper. Yeah, it's looking yeah. after them. They need a god, too, to worship. <laughs> Everyone does. So what do you think, Dylan? Do you think uh, you're going to get visited tonight by uh, Bobo the Clown? I certainly hope not, but I will say I, I do hope that we picked up an EVP. Uh, even though if it, if it is through me, I hope that these folks picked something up and they can tell a story in the future. You know, um, obviously it does seem like Bobo changes when when I am brought up into the conversation. It seems like um, you know, it seems like it's kind of a bit, but it's really not. Um, but I do hope that you, you and Emily, David, got something out of this. I hope that there's an EVP or, or something um, that when you guys listen back through, you find and um, 
yeah, that, that'll be a, a fun story for you guys to share with, with future <laughs> folks when you, when you talk with them about Bobo. You know, if you, if you talk to future people about Bobo and then you find this EVP, you can say, oh, I was on the show with a guy named Dylan and, uh, you know, Bobo didn't like him very much and, and, you know, Bobo cussed him out on an EVP. Here's the EVP. I think you know, Bobo likes you. I hope. I think he. I think that he definitely does. I think that he. he he's one of those. I mean, he's a clown. I think he's trying he's to have fun. Misunderstood, like most clowns. Yeah, <laughs> I. I. Th I think that Bobo's kind of like a jester in the sense where, it, at times he try. You know, he keeps the humor light, but at times he likes to have the kind of dark humor. And I think that this is just an example of, of dark humor on Bobo's part. But I really hope you guys pick something up because that would be really great and, and to say that i was a part of that is listen really I'm, great. I'm telling you the number one thing he does and it's happened every time we try to do something like this and try to talk to him is stuff breaks you know electronic stuff goes down computers go down lights go down things go down i think that happened tonight quite a bit of times i don't know if that was him or if that just yeah, is coincidental just but uh <laughs> is that just going out of focus yeah, like, so I've I'm noticed watching, that too. I'm watching the clown constantly, yeah. and he's giving so yeah, the heebie-jeebies. And this so. is, listen, this is a this is a Logitech new camera I got today. It's a, I mean, it's it was a hundred bucks. So I'm seventy yeah, bucks. That's, so been be <laughs> that's been happening the entire show. Even if David's right center frame, it focuses on Bobo. And listen, I think that's. Maybe he's trying to focus on him. Man. I think that's. I think that's one of the dark Some of the dark humor. Oh, here you go Bobo again. Possesses. Did it again. Yeah. I think that's one of the one of the things that Bobo possesses is I think that that's a part of the dark humor. He wants us to look at him. He wants us to to, to realize his expression changing. Oh, now he's, he's trying happy. to have fun with us. Yeah, it now seems like happy. now he knows I'm on to him. No, no, it's, he's, yeah, he does. He looks happy. He does. Yeah, it seems like we're you know I think that he he's having a good time with us and I, and so thank you, Mr. Bobo. I know you hear Wait, me because you hear are everything. we feeding him energy just by talking to him? Is oh, this I'm what sure he wants? wants? I'm sure he even I'm sure he realizes that we're talking. I'm sure he can hear oh, us he without those yeah. headphones being on him. I guarantee you he can hear us without those microphones, without that headset being on him. I guarantee it. He knows. And I think that we are feeding him energy. And, and, but Dylan, and that's, a, that's another really good question, actually. You know, when you're doing an EVP session, are we? do they hear us? Or are they just feeling intention? You know what I mean? I'm sure. Well, see, that's a, that's a question that I've, I've brought up before. Because like I said, I'm new to this. But I don't under, you know. Well, they don't have the ears. Times, yeah, some of the times... I, I do think that it's possibly intention and, and how you feel. And I think that sometimes they, they just know what your question is, you know, because what are the most commonly asked questions? Well, what's your name? What is your Why name you here? <laughs> yeah. You know, nobody's you ever asking him, hey, uh, back in the day, we think you might have met Albert Einstein. So how is that? And then they tell you a story. You know, no one says that. Everyone asks well, really basic questions. They only leave two or three words. That's the problem, too. You yeah. know, you have to get well, a, it, have to it, an answer. With these spirit boxes that, you know, switch frequencies every second you know um which are really interesting i think that spirit boxes are super interesting um or use a rodney diode those things are out of control too i mean they leave full sentences on those things i mean they're hard to they're uh, hard i'm sorry to on the what now these the you know the uh rodave rodave rodiv you know what i'm talking about the diode it's not it's not it doesn't have a um oh the uh, Ger germanian diode germanian diode so it doesn't have really anything active parts in there it's just like picking that stuff up it does not pick up human voice whatsoever you've used it before so, oh yeah and i've used it at the deering estate and i've got full sentences say you know get the f out of here we don't like you i mean f literally five six seven eight words on those things it's hard to clean up i used to i mean i used to own a recording studio i know a lot about like audio so 
I it's I can clean that stuff up, but it's really hard to clean up that stuff because you'll hear uh, even the DR6, you hear a tick, 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 tick constantly. Not quite sure why, but that's what that's coming through the diode. But the but the stuff it gets is out of control. You know, I mean, it, it, if you can get stuff on it, it's it, full sentences and uh, creepy. What, you know what? Hey, Eddie, you know what? We'll use that. I want to. Well, let's use some of that in a next in next investigation. Okay, that sounds like yeah, a winner to me. I'll, I'll, I'll get one. I'll put one together, and we'll use it. That's okay. something I've been wanting to use for a long time. But They're I've never super cheap. You can it. get them for like 10, 15 bucks over at, uh, you know, on eBay. It's not, it's not a hard thing to use. The thing is cleaning it up. What you're going to hear is a lot of static. And you can, not static, but you're going to hear a lot of hiss. And you're going to have to clear off that hiss and keep going down, down, down to the levels of it. But you will find some gold when you get to there. But not many so people what use other it. experimental piece of equipment that you use? I use, I use, I mean, I use everything. We use, uh, I'm, I'm trying robots now. I'm using, um, I'm using uh, infrasound. You know, I'm usually what I'm using now with infrasound is I found that it kind of bothers them a little. So I kind of like bombard an area for maybe five minutes, ten minutes, and leave the area, then come back and start an EVP session there. That kind of like it has been helping. Um, I'm using a a Doppler uh, proximity meter. Um, that's kind of is that of like new. the radar? Oh, Emily's calling here. I don't want to answer. Um, it's um, yeah, like the radar, like a Doppler radar, but like a Doppler yeah, for, for robots. For using for no, it's not on the robot. It's actually on no, on the robots. It's it's a whole different thing. But no, um, no, no. That's what they use to guide themselves, right? Is that the one that sends out the uh, the sound? Or the well, usually what they use sounds? is they use they use kind of like what's like a connect type of thing. You know, we which we used to the portable connects. Right. The the, the SLS, you know, things the structured light system thingy, but um, that's what usually what they're using because a robot will have to be able to map out the room. So they're going to have to have some kind of laser, you know, thing to to be able to scan the room to know where where a wall is or, or whatnot. But yeah, there's I mean, there's a lot of stuff that can go on. I mean, I think the future of ghost hunting is going to be basically like maybe a helmet that's like, you know, all, <laughs> you know, everything's going to you're going to you be able to change your vision to infrared, you know, full like spectrum. It's recording constantly and everything. You can switch it out like a FLIR. And, you know, you hear stuff through the rod, whatever you want to do, you know? I mean, I would imagine that's the uh, way. See, David, I have to. Okay, so after the show, we're going to have to talk. Okay. You're, you're okay. me out, man. I'm all well, getting excited. Listen, everybody, yeah, we're, we're going to have to we're gonna have to go ahead and uh, cut the show. But, uh, David, man, I, I sure appreciate you being with us tonight. I really do. I had a good time. Thanks for having me. This has been awesome with Bubble the Clown and... Emily, I apologize. I'm sorry we couldn't get you back on the show. Um, yeah, it was, I don't know what was going on tonight, but I mean, we've had some serious issues with this thing tonight. But uh, I appreciate you guys very much being with us. And uh, we have, uh, we, we, this was probably one of our better shows. And, and we really appreciate everything that you guys have done to get on here and bring it on Bobo and everything and, and with the EVPs. Uh, Dylan, you got anything last that uh, you want to say? Yeah, I do, actually. I would just like to say once again, thank you guys for joining us, Bobo, David, Emily. Um, obviously, this is probably one of our most anticipated shows, and it was really good. Um, also, thanks to everyone who listened. Um, I know Emily had some friends come out. She wanted to thank them, and I don't know your names. I apologize, but I'll thank you on behalf of her. Uh, I believe her brother and her one friend, they came out. So we thank you guys, and we appreciate it. Please come back next time. Absolutely. Uh, this has been... Uh too bad you guys miss part of the show, but this has been the best show we've done. You guys a are good awesome. Good chunk of it has been gone, but man, this has been awesome show. 
This is guys. Any, really listen, anytime you want to have me on, I'm I'm around. We do. I do probably about an investigation a week. Sometimes, like as it gets towards October two or three, because I do a ton of events. I've got you know 15 teams. I mean, so th- I've got stuff going on constantly. And you know, anytime you guys, even if you want to come down to Miami, join an investigation. That would you know. be absolutely yeah. awesome. I think we have to do Love that. To have you guys. <laughs> Love to have you. All right, everybody, take care. And just a little reminder: next week, next Thursday, we're going to have. Uh, Kristen Lee with the Bel Air House, also known as the Demon House. And uh, we're going to be talking to her about some of the happenings that have taken place in there, which aren't as much fun as a haunted clown. These are some pretty serious uh, allegations that have been going on that has happened to her and also other paranormal investigators. So be sure to be here next week for that. And uh, let everybody know, please visit uh, ParanormalAnalytical.com, which is our website. Also, uh, please like and share Paranormal Analytical's page. Also, uh, get on there with Freaking Frack and also Prism uh, Paranormal. Uh, They've got some great stuff on their side as well. And hopefully, uh, Emily and uh, David, if you would, go back onto Facebook and uh, you can add your... uh, any type of contact information or places you want everybody to visit on there. And if you want to say it out loud, you can do it right now. And that way everybody can hear it out loud. That's in radio land. Well, I don't think she has a website, but it's at freaking freaking frack paranormal.com. Uh, maybe it's that, or it's freaking frack paranormal on Facebook for her. My website is do you see dead people.org or.com. And that is prism paranormal research. So we'd like to thank you guys once again and thank everybody for showing up and uh, listening to the show. We, we really appreciate it very much. Uh, thank you so much for all the support everybody's given us. And uh, we look forward to continuing our uh, ventures with uh, different types of paranormal events that take place. David, man, you are wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks, you, Bobo guys. the Clown. And uh, please visit, uh, make sure you visit uh, Dylan tonight. He's looking forward to that. And uh, (laughs) we shall talk to you all next week. Take care and please have a great one. Night, all.